0: Hello, and welcome to this very special episode from iGaming FM, the betting and gaming sector's talk radio show. This week is a streamer special, where Square in the Air's one and only account manager and former streamer, Aidan Cliff, speaks to the industry's leading influencers. The rise of gambling influencers and slot streamers has created change within many businesses' marketing strategies and approaches. So let's get into it and understand why. The first of two tasty chunks of chat is an engaging discussion with Aidan while he takes a whistle-stop tour of UK accents with Azzy Gambling, Bob Slots and Agri Slots, some of the fastest rising European slot streamers to discuss their place in the industry and how they see this aspect of marketing developing. In the second part of today's episode, we hear from award-winning streamer and influencer Alvin of Chipmunk Slots, a segment full of juicy gossip and some hot discussions on the industry, from strategic edge to website content. So stay tuned for that. But before we get into all of that, let's take a quick pit stop in Amsterdam, where IGB Live a few weeks ago saw the gathering of affiliates and streamers, who tell all, from their favourite thing about the conference to how incredible the parties are. As Mr Cliff says, the revolution will not be televised, Will be streamed. That being said, and without any hesitation, let's play the strings. So here we are at IGB Live in Amsterdam. Aidan caught up with a few affiliates and streamers to find out what they thought of the show. He spoke to casino reviewer Paul, Alexandra from Slots Judge, streamer Tom and some people who prefer not to be named.
1: What's the best thing you've seen at IGB Live this year? I don't know, maybe just new proposals, new partners. (laughs) This is the best thing for me. (laughs) The main goal is to meet some new partners because we do operate with uh, all the biggest players of the market already and some new connections means uh, that we are growing and everything is good how are you finding igb so far actually there's not first time for me here
2: in igb i was uh, two times before here But I would say that this year is bigger and bigger, year to year, and it's cool, of course. So many partners, affiliates here, and I guess that everybody can find something interesting for him here, and it's cool, yeah. Uh, Well, I'm loving it. It's already my third IGB. I love the vibe, I love the people, Uh, I love how it's uh, well organized. I'm meeting everyone I could, uh, starting from media companies, game providers. It's the most open-minded city you can find. Uh, the parties are insane, and thank you for every party organizer because it's been quite fun.
1: What is the best thing you've seen at IGB Live? I like the fact that it's all in one, one room, one yeah, like quite neat and tidy. You know where you're going. If you could change one thing about IGB Live, what would it be? No, I think it's bang. I can't think of something I'd change. It's it's in a good location. You know, there's plenty of transport routes. It's it's nice inside, under one building. It, yeah, I, I don't really think they need any direct changes to it.
0: It only makes sense for a former streamer to lead the episode. So let's bring the influential streamers to the pod. And welcome Azzy Gambling, Bob Slots, Angry Slots, and of course Aiden. First and foremost, we hear from Bob Slots, giving us an overview of what it is the three streamers do.
3: We're all fairly similar in what we do. We do, we do all do it slightly differently. I suppose everybody adds their own unique flavour to it. But what we're doing really is providing daily slot content and casino play content. We're on YouTube, I do Twitch as well. I know Asie does Twitch and Facebook. Bob does a few other places as well. So that's really what it is. We're pretty much showcasing the slots and trying to... Uh...
2: Yeah, I think, I think the big thing is sort of realistic stakes. For anybody that hasn't watched this before, or maybe already finding the channels, we've um, obviously Bob Slots, Angry Slots, Azzy Gambling are the channel names. Don't expect million dollar bonus hunts and all these kind of things. You're getting realistic sort of balances, reasonable stakes that we feel most of the viewers and stuff would play on. It's relatable. It's relatable content. It's realistic content and it's real. I think it's probably the way we want it to come across. And I think that does come across with a lot of our viewers. I think they appreciate the reality that day in, day out in these slot videos, we experience the same kind of ups and downs that they experience on their play. Yeah, it's, a, it's an
1: emotional journey, isn't it? When you're watching the highs and the lows of a slot stream, even just gambling in general, you know, you do have some pretty high highs and some pretty low lows. So I imagine from an audience perspective, coming with you on that journey, it is, it is quite a journey to go on.
3: Trying to show them that sale as you go along, try to get them involved in that is the key to the whole thing. And it is difficult, but you just, you try your best, I suppose.
2: It's enjoyable. It's wonderful to have such an engaging audience across sort of these platforms and, you know, and that. And I think we are very, very privileged, in a way, you know, I think we all three of us really do appreciate that. But yeah, it's a journey. It is a journey. And there, there definitely is lots of ups and downs along the way.
1: From that audience, together you have a reach of millions of players every single month. Who is it exactly who is watching? Who is your audience? Who is it made up of? What are they tuning in
4: for? I think the biggest kind of surprise is, is you literally get people from all types of backgrounds. Like, it, there is no certain type of person who watches you know every single person you speak to are completely different they're at all different ages they're from all different parts like i say their all backgrounds are different their jobs everyone is completely different which makes it interesting when you're engaging you know because then you learn about your subscribers and the people you're engaging with and yeah it is a good bit of fun you do meet a lot of people along the way
3: absolutely there's slight differences in the crowd you get you get a slightly different crowd i mean i do my live streams at different very quite different times of the day so my, my 11 o'clock Midweek morning one would have a different audience probably than my midnight friday night one you mean your your wednesday morning you're going to get a lot of the older people that would be what i would call the sort of people that used to sit in feed slots really that would have sat you know in a row putting the money in the slot machines you get a lot of those in the morning crowd the evening crowd you get a lot more of the online gamblers and a wider a wider reach, Canada, New Zealand, stuff like that, tend to come on board at that stage, you know.
2: You do get some wonderful stories along the way. As he's hit the knee on the head, there's so many different walks of life, so many different angles people look at the channels from. We have gamblers that are looking to see what we're playing, what games we're playing, what providers we're playing on sort of daily to, to try and maybe get some kind of advantage of what they could do what we're winning on but then there's the complete opposite side of the coin where we have people in our chats that say yeah i don't gamble i've used gamstop i've used gamban but in a way watching these streams help me they they take the urge away they're seeing me getting absolutely hammered they're seeing azzy getting absolutely hammered in a slot and they're thinking i'm glad it's him i'm glad it's him and not me let's be real about it so there's very different aspects you know it's with a responsibility the responsibility to to keep it real, to make it relatable, because it is real. It is a dangerous industry. We're all aware of that. But there's a lot of highlights out there that probably warrant that kind of bad image, for want of a better word. And I think the UK is very not like that. I would say 100% of the UK streamers, you get the realistic side of it. There is you know, a duty of care there. And I think the UK does take that very seriously.
1: Yeah, agreed. With that, and your duty of care to your audience, as you say, there is an awful lot of people who watch these streams because they are on Gamstop and it kind of perhaps scratches an itch or reminds them of it, but it doesn't necessarily lead to them gambling. If anything, it's a, it's a way of them not gambling.
3: You would hear a lot of people use that phrase, scratch and the itch. You would hear that a lot, that scratching scratching the wretch for them. That's pretty much how they describe it and pretty much how we would see it.
1: I I do find it interesting your mention of UK streamers as well, because I think from an outside perspective, people's interpretation in the industry of gambling streamers is that it's this kind of abhorrent thing where it promotes gambling. And, you know, there are certain channels that you could mention where perhaps it does. But I do think your channels and, and the wider UK streaming collective, they are very sensible in how they gamble. They are realistic states.
3: You can promote gambling. Well, I mean, there's nothing we can do to not promote gambling if you're going to stream it every single day, but you can promote it, you can promote it responsibly. I mean, there's a a vast percentage of the population gambling responsibly every day in life, and there's no problem there. You've got to cover those, but also we have to be aware of regulations and who they're for. The regulations aren't for us, they're for the vulnerable. So you've got to take account of that too. So you're working that balance all the time, you know.
1: It's definitely an interesting subject. So from that, as you mentioned, kind of, how you promote gambling. Streamers have always traditionally monetized their business by advising viewers on what casinos to play on. Has that monetization practice changed for streamers as the industry has changed?
2: I think so. I think there's been a massive shift on the way sort of content's portrayed now. Um, It's a very basic setup, I think, in the past with Any kind of, I know we talk about streamers a lot, but any kind of setup is obviously trying to direct people to a certain destination, whether it be a website or directly to a gambling function site, wherever it may be, depending on people to use that link or looking to people to use that link and generate an income those type of ways. I think now everything's completely changed. I think now it's more of a collective market, you know, working directly with slot providers getting more integration with their content coming up more access to their games early all those things now i think are moving this business in a completely opposite direction
3: you become an industry influencers really rather than just content creators i think but as opposed that's standard in gambling too you I mean you're if you're watching somebody who's on a good run you're going to try something what they're doing you know what i mean and that there's a lot of that obviously when you're in a bad run they'll avoid a couple of slots you're playing you know you get a bit of that there they want people want to see that plus that when you go into a casino now particularly if you're you're not that well up on the slots i mean we play 40 or 50 slots a day so we know most of the slots most people don't play that number of slots in a day so they don't know so they're looking to us to play the slots and get an overview of what's playable for them.
1: It is the perfect vehicle for advertising a slot game is showing what it can do, showing the bonus, showing the base game, showing all the features, showing your reaction to it. And equally, it's it's something that's often kind of forgotten about within the industry is that fundamentally the players are depositing their own funds into this, you know, and they want to have an informed decision. They want to be able to see you guys play it so they know what to expect rather than just clicking on new and will I like it? Will I not? I'll give it a couple spins and find out. At least with you, they have an informed decision to, to make on that on, okay, I like that game because of this feature and I know I'll enjoy this so I do think you have a pivotal role within the industry
2: I think it's probably targeted marketing as well where you could put a generic ad in front of 10,000 people how many of those 10,000 people actually really care about gambling or would be involved in gambling would be gambling weekly monthly whatever it may be what percentage of that traffic on 10,000 views on a slot stream video are actually potential you know people that would be using that casino or that provider or whatever it may be It's much more beneficial than a generic ad put across a lot of platforms that are reaching people that are generally just swiping past, not interested.
3: I joined so many casinos. Obviously, over the last few years, you get a lot of... I still get stuff posted, even to my house, which I find quite amusing. I mean, nobody reads that stuff anymore. Like, Does it even reach in? Does it even make inside your house anymore? Half of it doesn't even get inside the house.
1: Yeah,
3: I know what you mean. I get it too. I get it too. And I am interested in it. You know what I mean? That's the gag. I don't read it.
1: Yeah, I do think, as you said, Bob, there is a lot of value from having a targeted approach to your marketing and having it directed to players who will go on to play your games as opposed to just a general advert which will cost hundreds of thousands on TV where people who aren't interested in gambling will be consuming it. It makes so much more sense to work with streamers, at least in my perspective.
2: It absolutely does. I know if I was from the, the opposite side of the fence, I would be looking to get my product or my slot or whatever it may be in front of people that actually are relatable to it that, that want to be involved in it there's no point in paying for an ad to go in front of fifty thousand people when 90 percent of them will never actually even look at it
1: you recently followed many of the streamers on moving outside of the uk jurisdiction whilst you're creating content do you mind me asking about that why did you do it what was the kind of path that led you towards it
3: my content has always been big, long hunts, big, long bonus hunts. Now, the problem with the UK is that the, the restrictions that that puts on me. Now, I'm well aware the restrictions aren't there. For, they don't sit down and make regulations thinking about streamers. They make regulations thinking about players. And whilst we are players, we're extreme players. There's nobody spinning 50 slots a day like us, Egypt's like. So they've made rules for those. But the problem with the UK was they left it that I couldn't get my content made. Because if I made a big, if I'm running a big hunt, like a, a, for example a long gather, not all games save the same length of time. I was getting time restrictions on certain platforms of like eight hours play a day. It can take twenty to thirty hours to gather a hunt. Do you know what I mean? Of spinning, you're not sitting in front of it spinning the whole time, but it takes that amount of time. So there's that. Then the financial aspect—you can't get the money into the casinos anymore. You just can't get enough money and to make content with those two. Just plus auto spends. <laughs> I know all auto spins. That's no auto spins.
2: I don't think I want to sit here and sleep. Sorry, the UKGC. They've done some wonderful things along the way. We're talking about not being able to deposit five credit cards, limiting times. They have well linked through all the gamstock. They've done some wonderful things. Let's not just sit and make them out to be the devil. But they have done some things that, in my opinion, are actually harmful for players. But yet they're supposed to be making it more protection for players, taking away auto spins, all those sort of things have just sent, I don't know if I want to hear this, but it's sent a load of players from the UK to unregulated sites, to sites where they're they're much more vulnerable.
3: Problem gamblers are a very small percentage of the number of people playing slots, a very, very small percentage. I think, did I read somewhere lately, it was like, 0.5% point five percent or something like that there. It was something small that's coming from the UK G C. Problem is if you make all the rules to suit those that 05 percent, everybody else is going to be crippled. And that I think some of the rules have maybe gone too far. You know, there's a lot of casinos are left to interpret the rules and they're overinterpreting. They're over they're overcompensating because the fines are so big. And I just don't know how someone are making money anymore. People can't get the money into their casinos. It has to be some sort of a balance. For us as streamers, it's different. We had to... Well, I mean, I felt I had to move anyway because of everything that a player feels, we're feeling much more extreme because we're putting much more money through. We're putting... We're spending many more slots. So all the time... Financial restrictions, all the paperwork that people are having to send, everything they're doing, we have to do five times over. The other thing is there are, there are no deposit bonuses anymore in the UK that are sufficient for streaming. There are certainly, I mean, people can go in and I mean, give me a hundred free spins. I don't even want them. I don't want to spend them. I'm spending enough without spending your old hundred free spins at ten p. You know what I mean? I don't need them and I don't want them. They're no good to me. Whereas now with the Ireland thing under the MGA, you're getting there's still VIP things there. There's still hundred percent matches available most. Is half your content cost, man? You know?
1: Yeah, I think there is a presumption that perhaps you moved and you didn't necessarily understand the ramifications of the move and you know promoting mga casinos and x y and z but actually talking to you guys it's clear that you have an understanding of the ukgc and you have a commitment to looking after your your audience and, and making sure they understand why you moved as opposed to just we're going to to move to promote mga casinos which is such an easy interpretation to make but it would really be the wrong one you are in an exceptional circumstance where you create content for a living you're not a traditional player who sat there spending maybe 10 pounds a week, right?
2: Yeah, well, that's it. I think if we take all the technical side out of it, I think accessibility was a massive factor on our decision as well. Obviously, myself and Angry are based in where we live, you know, in Northern Ireland, so it still would be under the UKGC. And people maybe think, oh, why would you go to all this hassle of, you know, moving to ireland doing this that, and the other hasn't been a move as such yes we've rented a common you know an apartment down there but we were talking about an hour's drive i can jump in my car and be in that apartment in an hour and drive home again later that night we haven't just spent all these thousands of pounds traveling every month to do this
3: there are people commute farther than us than we we'll would have to go to change countries there are people that commute that distance to work every day you know could it could be done you could commute it very easily for us you know
4: as we mentioned earlier with the industry changing and getting more focused towards the streamers promoting things within the uk all of a sudden you've got people coming oh we want to promote this game we wanted to promote this casino and all of a sudden you couldn't get the money in to do it so it was it was kind of like i can't i can't get my money in so obviously the move made sense for us all and touchwood is is worked out really well so far like
1: there are still some people in the industry who disregard streamers and influencers maybe they're too scared to get involved at all because the industry as a whole looking at it from a an outsider it can be perceived as a bit of a minefield out there do you think that's changing and why do you think that interpretation exists why do you think people think oh streamers don't want to get involved it's not quite regulated i don't really know about it what's your opinion on that
2: i've seen a streamer the other night it was actually sitting that i was flicking through just general youtube content on the feed and i've seen a streamer the other night and he was sitting with a balance of 1.6 million dollars If I have 1.6 million, I will not be streaming slots. I'll be on a beach somewhere.
3: (laughs) Oh, I'm lying in Vegas and bunny guards are feeding me grapes the whole time. You know, it's just going to be...
2: So the providers, I think the market is changing, and I think you're right. I think that they are starting to understand the value of it. But unfortunately, there is still a market out there that puts them off.
3: I can understand a provider's point of view from a They're coming from a purely business perspective. And I suppose when you look at streamers, there's quite a collection of us ranging from all sorts of extremities to some sort of calm ones. Do you know what I mean? As I suppose they're the lack of control over that person and how they present your product is a fear for people. So I suppose that maybe as they build, maybe as streamers are, are, are going longer term and they build those relationships more, maybe that'll come more, I think. But I think it's just, it, it's been slow uptake because providers are, are naturally protecting their business and they're scared to just let a stranger promote it for them, you know?
2: I think they need to be very careful who they attach themselves to because it, it can be harmful to their brand. It'll be the complete opposite of what they're trying to achieve. But we can't get ourselves in a position where a few are given an overall picture of what's actually going on in the streaming world situation. Twitch have done massive things lately there to, to try and combat sort of the, some of the stuff going on. YouTube, I'm sure, will follow suit. So it's an entertainment business, I think, for a lot of that. And whether I agree with it or not, it's probably completely irrelevant. They're probably always going to be there. But... I think when you're talking about providers and those sort of things, they, they generally do need to be very careful who they're attaching their name to.
1: I think that's a fair comment. I think it's perhaps a lack of understanding and it creates this fear of, as you mentioned, when you do go on YouTube and you see people doing million pound spins, it's like you can't promote via the, that kind of channel. But there are definitely more channels that you can. It's just having the breadth of knowledge of who you can approach, why you would approach them and what they can deliver for you.
2: Absolutely. I totally agree with you. Um, I say we, we can't just all be cast under the same net
3: but it's a no-brainer for a provider to use streamers to promote via streamers i mean you look at a new game release. i mean if everybody's online they want to see the new game you you can read about it as much as you want but the vast majority of people want to see that game and it's difficult to criticize it because they have to do a certain way but if a provider is promoting their game they're promoting the technicality of their game and trying to promote themselves in the whole time whereas the average person just wants to see it spinning and see what it does like they don't want the complicated details on it. They want to see the spin, and they'll probably look at RTP. The rest of it, they don't care about. They want the entertainment. They don't want the technicalities of, you know what I mean, what way it operates. There are some people that
1: want that, but not many. It's light entertainment at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs>
4: If we touch again, what we mentioned earlier with how much more sensible the UK are, the streamers within the UK. I mean, there are some of the bigger guys. They, they are they are the bigger guys. You look at certain people, I won't mention names, but there are people out there with hundreds of thousands of followers, massive compared to us. And they would be the first people that they come across, if that makes sense. And, you know, they're watching them sitting there doing, you can't even make up the numbers these days, some of the balances you see. In the.
2: I think as a group, we are we mentioned it right at the start similar what you'd expect across all channels as gamble and angry slots bob slots is realistic stakes sensible balances uh you know everybody who's 18 plus b gamble aware we do try to promote it in a sensible and you know realistic way but it, it needs to be entertaining it needs to be entertaining for people to watch as well but we are well aware of our responsibilities we're well aware of The potential we have the influence people's decisions and stuff but i think as a collective group of streamers and a a broader audience of the uk streamers in general we all do a very very good job of being relatable being sensible and and taking our influence seriously
3: keep it real just and try to promote a bit of a sensible attitude towards i'm fairly probably a bit more retentive than others in in ways a wee bit i'm a wee bit ocd in certain ways so i mean i i would be very i mean you get big spreadsheets and all the nonsense of the day and it tells you how much each slot costs and all that sort of but there are people that like that sort of thing there are people that like to see how a slot performs and and a measurement in their own head but streamers allow them to see that where they're not getting that elsewhere they'd have to put their own money in to test slots really do think we provide a service from that
2: can I say it out loud before I go? You all need to stop watching these million dollar bonus hunts and these $250 spins and come and watch some realistic streamers. That's what you need to do. With that,
1: we will wrap up, guys.
3: Come and watch Angry. <laughs> I think that the the, the big fellas, are, they're starting to find less and less places to be welcome, really, aren't they?
1: Yeah, I agree. I do think their influence is slowly coming to an end. It's It's you know, it's been a long journey and they've, they've held the kind of precipice of the slot streaming industry for long enough. But again, um, from an outsider looking in, I do think that some operators are finding it difficult to work with them. And if they have nowhere to spin then they have nowhere to stream.
4: Like I say, I don't want to, I don't know. I don't want to, you know, suck up, but I suppose it's people like yourselves who is really helping, you know, the thing. Cause obviously you've put us in touch with a lot of providers and, um, I suppose it'd give them a lot more confidence going to an external company who can then. Point them in the right direction within the industry, if that makes sense. They kind of know, you know, that you're not going to shove them towards, you know, certain people. I won't mention names.
3: But so you're you have a streamer background anyway, and I suppose that was a useful. You're that useful wheel.
1: Don't out me. Don't out me to the industry. Don't reveal my past.
2: <laughs> I'd love you for a guest appearance in Bob Slots. He
4: earns too much money where he's doing now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you know, you know streamers, and you know, you know, you know enough of them and you've met enough of them and you know enough of them and you've interacted with enough of them to sort of know us fairly well now, so I suppose you would that, that link is maybe handy or done that way, you know
1: But yeah, thanks guys, appreciated and if you do want to know more about their channels, I've been speaking to Angry Slots Azzy Gambling and Bob Slots <laughs>
0: Next up, we have a casino streamer, Chipmunk Slots' is Alvin, chatting once again with our very own Aidan Cliff, opening up with a little bit of an insight into responsible gambling.
5: I'm a casino streamer. I've been doing this for just over eight years now. I started doing it in my spare time. We stream to many platforms and we really enjoy what we do.
1: I noticed recently on your YouTube channel that you have an award. So you recently won the most responsible streamer of the year award at Sigmas. Now there are many people that believe that slot streaming promotes irresponsible gambling. What do you say to these critics
5: and how did you win your award? It can. Obviously, if you do things in the right way, it can be responsible. Obviously, we deposit certain amounts every day. We don't go crazy when we look at the landscape of things compared to some of the bigger channels that are doing a thousand euro spins all day, every day. I've got no problem with that, but you can't claim to be a responsible gambler if you're doing thousand euro spins and doing million dollar deposits every single day. It's not possible to do that. I think it sends a bad message out there if you're doing crazy crazy stakes all day every day you do need to rein it in sometimes so what we do is from time to time we'll have a responsible gambling week where we'll do a lot lower stakes than normal uh, we always have one euro wednesday which is a one euro bonus on we always do that to make sure that people are aware that it's not always about the stake and you don't need to do big stakes to win big anymore some of the games out there can pay like hundred thousand x 200 x you know if you're in a 20p you're making a lot of money if you hit max win on one of those games so my message to everybody is really like you don't need to do big stakes stakes to win big anymore. You used to have to. You used to have to bet reasonably large to win big because most games were small max wins. But with the landscape changing, you don't need to bet big to win big anymore.
1: Slot streaming is often viewed as one of the best ways to promote not only a casino, but also a provider's temp pull releases. Why do you think this is...
5: It's because you get access as a provider or a a slot maker to the end audience. You get to see the feedback for these games. You get to see how the games are performing when you watch a streamer, especially. We can give them feedback from the person that plays their games. And I know that companies that are out there that do this can't get that. They could pay thousands for it and they wouldn't be able to get that sort of feedback we've got people in our chat that will tell us with no holes barred if your game's good or if your game's bad. And if your game's bad, they'll tell you why it's bad. So as a, as a games provider, this experience and this feedback is massively important and I think they're catching on to that. Hence the fact that we work with a lot of providers now. They get to see that end feedback from the client and they can actually see where they can improve the games. I mean, it's a very valuable resource for any games provider to have people being completely honest with them because in the industry as you know, a lot of people who blow smoke Was asked, and they'll say, This is the best thing ever. It's the greatest game in the world. And then someone that's watching my stream will go, This is shit. Well, they'll say it's shit because this reason. And if you're a game provider, you need that feedback. You need people to tell you what's bad about your games or you'll just think it's all great and you live in a fairyland. You know, everybody's got games that are out there with issues, with things that people aren't happy with. But people won't tell you that unless they're through a streaming source. I mean, people just don't be honest in any respect. Just so, for instance, I'm wearing a nice new top. You don't like the top. You're not going to tell me that. You're too polite. We're British. We're polite. We don't do that. We don't do honesty. We fluff things up. People that are watching the streams, they will be honest and they'll tell you exactly what they like and what they don't like.
1: Equally, if a slot is really good and, you know, your audience watching it and are engaging with it, that has its own pros. It can go from perhaps looking at a game and being informed from your play style and how you're enjoying the title and then go on to play it.
5: Absolutely agree. A lot of the time when people are watching streams They are learning along with you When the games are out What works What pays What do you need it to pay What's the best kind of strategy for it Because some games have strategies now And you do need a little bit of strategic edge On certain games On what's the best one to do You know like some of these games Have got the little bonus buy button Where you can get enhanced spins chances Do you put on the button To give you a, a higher chance of getting a bonus Not everybody's aware of these things there People will sit there and spin all day And not even know what that button is they never pre- it, so they'd be too scared to press it by watching us they become more informed and it helps people I have no doubts
1: yeah i do agree i think as you said with things like the button it's putting on an anti-bet there are things where players won't necessarily know that unless they're shown it by streamers and again it's one thing to go onto an operator's website and potentially click on new and play a few games but they're risking their own money whereas at least watching you they can see which games they like and don't like prior to actually depositing their funds
5: Exactly. And not just that, but they can see how a game performs in real money. A lot of people, when they have demo modes out, they may be on a higher RTP version. You've obviously got the cheat buttons there where you can make things happen. They're actually seeing the game out in the marketplace and seeing how it actually performs when it's being played for real cash. There's no kind of hiding behind anything in that kind of scenario. It's this is how it works. There's no two ways about it.
1: And outside of just streaming, you also have a very well-established website now, which I often find myself on. How do you utilize chipmunkslots.com?
5: I mean, we utilize it by trying to make it user-friendly and probably more insightful more than anything. Obviously, Chloe, my daughter, runs a website for me, along with Aaron and Chloe's boyfriend. I don't want to say his name just in case she doesn't want to make it public. Yeah, you know, what she's like, I call him Snakes. That, that's his nickname, Snake. Chloe and the guys put a lot of effort into getting great content on the site in regards to slot reviews, talking about up-and-coming products, talking about the gambling industry in general. It's not just a website with our reviews on there, which obviously is the main point of it. We are affiliates. We need to make sure we make money doing this. But it's a very big resourceful hub of information now. If you like slot reviews, you like to know what games are coming out, you like to know what games we feel are good or bad, then the reviews are there for you. You can read them. They're not influenced in any way. We're always completely honest about a review use we just lay it on the line for people so they can see whether we think a game's good or bad before it even comes out
1: equally it's a really great way for providers to engage with your audience obviously they use you as kind of a megaphone to reach your audience and amplify their messaging but they also post q a's on there where they can talk directly to your audience
5: that, for me, is a very big part of the industry. If, if you're a slot player and you're getting frustrated, say you're playing a game, it's not bonusing, you're not happy with this, you don't like a certain feature about it, you don't think something's fair, then use that information. You know, use those resources. Speak to the providers. Because if you speak to them, they will listen. They really want to hear from end users and hear about your experience so they can make it better going forward. No slot provider makes a game in the hope that you're going to dislike it. Every provider makes that game in the hope it's the next biggest hit that's out there. They want that. Obviously, it's good for business when they get that by giving them feedback it gives them more of a chance of actually achieving that sort of level of success and in terms of your audience you reach
1: over half a million active and engaged viewers each month who is your audience comprised of who is it that's watching
5: so i mean if i could give you a complete average of someone that watches my stream it will be a male who's probably around 35 maybe lives in the uk probably likes football Likes a beer on the weekend And enjoys having the banter within the chat That's the average On one scale we've got a guy called Jerry Who's in America Absolute legend in his late 70s His wife sent us a message from his hospital bed About three months ago To tell us he was poorly But he's getting better soon And he'll be back on the stream as soon as possible Every time we go live He's one of the first in the chat And it can be 4am in America When we go live Without fail Jerry's in that chat talking to us That's the kind of scales We've got many ages Many different people We've got probably 20% of the audience. Being female now, I like to think that's because of me. I, you know, I'm easy on the eye, but Gav always says it's him. But I just don't believe that. We appeal to a wide range of different people. It's fantastic. That's the greatest thing about streaming is that we get to interact with some of the most amazing people every day. And you know, I always say the same thing: over a thousand people a night when we're live invite us into their home, and that for me is the greatest thing in the world, without a shadow of a doubt.
1: From a provider and operator perspective, it's a great vehicle to to utilise streamers. I think in the past, it's always been viewed as somewhat of a minefield and people are a bit dubious of working with streamers, but the reach that you have and the relationship you have, I always say to providers, operators and people we work with, there is a reason that you're called influencers. You do have influence over the audience. So it makes sense for them to work with
5: you. The fact is, obviously with influencers, there are influencers that will use their influence for the wrong reasons. I think it's, very important and for us as streamers is to try and set an example of how to do things in the right way obviously we stream every day we deposit every day but at the same time we have people that watch us rather than deposit themselves they will watch our streams they won't deposit ourselves because we're depositing they'll always get a chance To suggest a game We always take games From the chat every night I genuinely feel That we are the most Interactive streamers Out there For the simple reason I never address The audience as chat It's Dave It's Louise It's Rita It's then They're the people that watch We talk to them one-on-one And it's difficult To do that sometimes Because the chat Does move quite quick But it's so important For us to understand And know our audience And that's why They trust us Because we talk to them One-on-one We don't talk down to them I never ever think Of people as being below me Even though we are influencers i'm the same as you i'm the same as everybody else i'm no better i'm no different you know i'm not perfect just like you're not perfect i might look perfect but i'm not
1: and if it was to ask in your opinion as somebody who has this influence who is your favorite provider of 2023 and why
5: favorite provider of 2023 and why i mean that's a very difficult question just to nail it down to one you can give a few you can give a few that was very specific Yeah, it would be hard to say one. Obviously, BTG, always in my heart. I've worked with these guys for a long time. They always give us the privilege of launching their new games, and they've made some fantastic games over the years. Let's be honest, Nick, who owns BTG, he invented Megaways. I mean, you can't get any better than that. Other providers that are just up there right now for me, Push is a huge one. Those guys have really, really pushed on, so to speak, this year. They've been fantastic with the game releases. I'm so excited about their, their next six-month roadmap of what's coming out. There's some absolute bangers out there. I cannot wait for for the next six months i mean next month especially with a massive release which we're all very much looking forward to uh i'm very excited it's another one as well for me hacksaw or are generally there are thereabouts as well they've really improved their games i love their mini features on the games like Dort unit where you can you know get the chance of the free boxes you can get the the mini features within them i think that makes it a, a very kind of volatile experience but a good experience. Um, these guys are doing it right at the minute I would really like to see No Limit City push on a bit more this year I do feel like they've kind of slipped away a little bit with the last few releases it's not really been at the level like, I mean when you look at some of the absolute classics I've brought out, I'd love to see them kind of lean on that again I mean why not bring out a San Quentin too I mean why not I mean I'm going to throw that out there why not bring it out
1: (laughs) When you say um, you know that there's some lower volatility games that are out there. Is there a specific game feature or is it high volatility that you were particularly drawn to as a streamer as opposed to a title that you may be drawn to just as a player?
5: It depends on the circumstances. So if we're playing... For instance, say we got a reasonable balance, our polygon games that are a little bit more volatile. If the balance is nearly gone, I'll go in a game which is a bit more volatile, just in the hope of hitting that kind of one hit wonder kind of spin. You know, there's a lot of volatile games out there now. And I personally love the the volatility because when crazy things happen, crazy things you know, happened on stream. It's so exciting for us and for the people that watch. And we absolutely love those moments We're we're just creating memories for not just us, but for everybody in the audience that's watching, you know, the amount of times that people are put in the chat. I was here, you know, stuff like that. When we get an absolutely mental win, there's no better feeling in the world when you hit something like that. And let's be honest: as much as I love the lower volatility games, I'm not going to wait a sixty gram win on something like Steam Tower. As much as I love Steam Tower, it's just not going to happen. You know, you've got to pick and choose wisely what games and what you're expecting back.
1: Um, I guess that is the roller coaster that viewers go on with you. You know, when when they are engaging with your content, it's not a case of objectively just watching something; they are coming with you on a journey and seeing the highest highs and the lowest lows of gambling.
5: Absolutely. And the journey is the most important part for me because, especially when it comes to YouTube videos, if you're not telling a story or going on a journey, it makes videos kind of a little bit dull. There's no kind of clear focus on what you want to achieve obviously you want to achieve a big win but we love taking people on on the journey of the highs and lows and don't get me wrong we've had some really bad lows you know we've had some terrible streams where nothing's happened we've had like nearly six weeks before without cash outs and then all of a sudden 30 grand win and everyone's dancing again it's it's that kind of experience that people want they want to experience the ups and downs with you because if it was all ups, it would be boring. Everyone would get used to it. If it was all downs, it would be boring. And that's the volatility of slots. And that's the story that we share. You know, the volatility is there. We can have good days, bad days. And, you know, when the good days are good, my word, they are such great experiences.
1: And some may know you um, who are listening from, as being the host of the Sneak Peek app videos that we create at Square In The Air. Can you tell us a little bit more about them and your involvement in them?
5: Well, absolutely, yeah. So those guys are are very kindly allowing me to to talk over new games that are coming out. They give me all the information, the facts, and I can share that with you guys through video form. So for me, it's an absolute joy because I get to play the games before everybody else, which is a really nice thing. And uh, obviously, there's there's cheat codes on there I can use, so I can see exactly what the games can do. I mean, some of the the things I've seen on on these videos – I'm so excited about some of these releases coming out. There's some really exciting stuff in the pipeline. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, the last two or three years doing this, providers have become more and more prominent, sharing more and more about what they're doing. But I really feel now, that the space, the provided space is better than it's ever been. I genuinely feel that because there's so much more information available because people are readily sharing the information. They're making that information more readily shareable to people like myself and the audience, which is fantastic. I get to play these games early. I get to get excited about them. And then obviously I can share that excitement with the people that watch.
1: I think that's key, is see, the excitement. I think in the past, uh, marketing has typically focused on traditional marketing practices, written media, whereas now, and you being a bastion of it, you know, video media is key really when we're presenting a 3D product. We need to use 3D outlets to display these products, such as a slot and visually seeing what it can do as opposed to just reading it or hearing of it.
5: Absolutely. I mean, when you think about it, I've read some fantastic like books in the past. Uh, like a uh, great, for instance, is The Beach. Read the book, visualize it all. Then it comes out, you go to the movies to watch it. It's not even the same thing. It's it's incredibly different to see it visualized in front of you. And it just makes it so much easier to digest for the audience and to watch it, to understand it. And you know, I'm I'm not gonna lie in these videos. I'm not gonna say something's great. If there's something about it I don't like, I'll I'll be honest and tell you. And I think that's that's my guarantee to the audience that watch those videos. I'll be honest with you about the game. If I don't like something, I'll tell you straight up. And then obviously the providers they get that feedback. It only helps them. People might think that providers will hate me saying that something's bad. They won't. They will love that because no one's told them it's bad. And if it's there and it's glaring and I can see it, I can't sit there and pretend it's not great. It's great. I've just got to be honest and, and tell them. And, and that's what they want. And that's what the audience wants. And that's why these videos work, because it's an honest review. It's an honest opinion. I've got no reason to to blow smoke up the, the asses of these providers. If I don't like someone so I'll tell you straight. And I'll tell them straight. And it helps everybody by me doing that. So that's my guarantee, I'll be honest.:
1: I think as well, um, given your experience within slot streaming, you know there aren't many people who sit and spin slots for five hours every day, seven days a week. So your opinion is, it's coming from a place of, of knowledge. It's not coming from a place of just, you know, these are my opinions because I have them. It's actually an informed opinion that potentially you have more experience playing these games than, than they do creating them.
5: Oh, 100%. And, you know, we play many different games, many different providers, many different stakes, many different session lengths. We see all of the the good and the bad on every game when we play them. And, you know, that comes across in in the actual videos and and the streams that we do. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say something's great if it's not. I just can't bring myself to do it. (laughs) I've got that little bit of energy in me that's just, you know, if I don't like it, and and I've always been the same, even when when I used to work at Vodafone, I was an account manager there if something wasn't right, my gaffe used to say to me, he said, please don't stand on the table and shout. He said, because everybody then stands on the table and shouts when you don't like something. Just come to me after and tell me. I was like, yeah, but he's in it. Let's be honest. And he would hate that. But at the same time, he knew that I led that room. And my opinion was the opinion they listened to the most, because they knew if I got angry about something or I was disappointed about something or something wasn't right, I wasn't scared to to stand up and give my opinion about it, and I've always been like that. Not, I wouldn't say I'm opinionated, but I would say that I like to, I like to be honest because I think being honest always is something that people value. They may not value it straight away, but if you know what you're getting with somebody at all times, there's no variance. You know, I'm literally pretty much like that the whole time. I'm a straight line. There may be little dips up here and little dips down there, but I'm, I'm a pretty much straight line person. I don't bullshit. i just tell you straight. And I think that's, that's a good thing.
1: I think that honesty as well comes with a kind of a similar duty of care. And potentially that's also what you feel in the position you are now of being a streamer that has an influence. You have a duty of care of your audience. Yes. To inform them and and tell them your opinion and equally to inform them of their gambling habits and what you do and and how they can gamble well, you know, and, and do it in a responsible way.
5: Yeah. It's a massive thing for us responsible gambling and we literally tell people probably on average about eight times a stream without trying to force it down people's throats because obviously we're dealing with adults here. Everyone's got their own choices and you can do what you want. That That's on you. But all we're going to do is make you aware of the options and what's out there for, for help-wise to make sure you just be careful in what you're doing because it's very habit-forming gambling and you can get yourself into a big, big hole doing it. My biggest advice for anybody is... is if you are gambling and it's starting to get a bit too much, you start to get stressed out, it's affecting your mood day to day, take a break. You can take a break on any casino for a limited amount of time, 2 weeks, a month, 6 months. There's also ways to tell me out completely gamban gam stop. If you have any issues, then please seek so you can find me on youtube if you type in chipmunks slots that's our main hub there we're closing in at fifty thousand subscribers there Uh, we do stream in other platforms twitch uh kick and also on facebook all the same name you can find us on all of those uh also twitter same name instagram same name we're pretty much branded all the same now. chipmunkslots.com that's the website go check it out the best website the best website well we try our we try our best
0: Thanks again to all contributors to this episode, to the affiliates at IGB Live, to guests Azzy Gambling, Angry Slots, Bob Slots, Chipmunk Slots, and of course to the wonderful Aiden for leading the chat and asking the questions we all wanted to know the answers to.